What's going on, Sugar Rebel? I'm calling you that. If you have been listening to my Keto and Life Hacks podcast for a while, well, this is episode 10, so I feel like it's been a while. (laughs) I'm still having fun, so I hope you're still having fun. Today's topic is going to be about is keto sustainable? So this is a thing that I hear a lot whenever I, I talk with somebody or exchange chats with somebody is that, you know, if they're not for it or maybe they looked at the ketogenic lifestyle at some point, they think that it's not sustainable. And I totally, I totally get it because I was not very happy with a low carb approach when I was doing a high protein, low carb because I was basically missing my carbs, (laughs) right? And so if you've done a high protein, low carb approach, I'm sure that you know what I mean. Like even when I was eating every two to three hours, I just felt like there was just still something missing. And I still felt like I had to cheat because I need to satisfy whatever that thing was that was missing. And it was usually the sweets that was missing, right? And for me, obviously, as a former sugar addict, you you know um, my background. That was problematic, right? And so I totally understand for somebody who hasn't experienced how it feels to be in ketosis they're going to think it's not sustainable because maybe their perception of it is they're still going to feel hungry and they're still going to have the sugar cravings, which is not the case at all when you hit ketosis. And so that's a huge difference with a low carb, high protein and the high fat, low carb approach is you, as soon as you hit that state where you're using ketones for energy, you're actually feeling not only the mental focus and the boost in the energy, but you're also reducing your appetite and you're also reducing your carb cravings and sugar cravings. And so for me, even though it is low carb and basically ultra low carb, because most of your carbs will be coming from vegetables, it's still very sustainable because I no longer have to fight the cravings and the appetite and that's i i feel like with with working with thousands of people thousands of clients in the last 10 years of my fitness career those are the two things that typically get people off of their meal plan is the appetite either they're always there's they're constantly hungry especially once they start their fitness routine or or and um, they're they're constantly craving sugar or they're just craving something sweet and so they don't know how to satisfy that that sweet tooth without having fruits or you know your typical traditional desserts for instance to satisfy it and so the other thing that makes that helps make keto sustainable is you can actually make keto baked goods and there's so many products out there now that's making it easy to to just grab it or buy it online so that you don't have to make it when i first started over three years ago 
If I wanted a keto brownie, I had to make it myself. If I wanted a keto cookie, I had to make it myself. You, you guessed it, if I wanted some keto kind of dessert, I had to make it at home. But now, nowadays, like there's so many companies popping up left and right, you know, having sh like sugar-free maple syrups and chocolate syrups and baking mixes that are actually quite good and that can actually pass up for the real thing. Um, and I haven't seen, oh, and they have cauliflower crust pizzas now, even at the grocery store, even at Walmart, like real good pizzas. I haven't actually tried it, but I soon I will. Um, I haven't tried most of these products except for um, Chalk, Chalk Zero is the one that I tried recently, which is their maple syrup because I, I just love keto waffles or keto pancakes in the morning sometimes. So it makes it even easier now that it's gotten more popular because now if you want to make something you can buy a baking mix or you can buy a ready-made uh whatever it is that you're craving for so that's another reason that makes it sustainable so number one reduced hunger reduced cravings number two you have a lot of ready-made solutions now if you don't want to bake or cook it so it I mean, that that in itself makes it convenient. If you really want to go that route, I tend to not go that route as much um, because I still I still like to cook my stuff or make my own stuff. But, you know, if I get lazy later on, that's a great option to have. And there's lots of low carb ice creams now. They're also good, right? So my favorite is still Halo Top. I think there's a new brand that came out called Rebel. I don't know. I, I'm still kind of not for it yet. I, I still like Halo Top better because they have more flavors that I, I tend to like better. So maybe Rebel will come up with more flavors, but I digress. Uh, number three is, what was my number three point? I totally forgot. Number three is keto with the keto lifestyle you can actually have salt that is mind-blowing for me and uh it, because with high protein low carb you have to be careful how much salt you're intaking because you're still triggering the insulin response a lot and because you're not triggering the insulin response with a ketogenic lifestyle ketones are actually diuretic and then you're not triggering the insulin response so you're not retaining water and you don't have that issue of retaining water and so you need to have electrolytes because with your urine whenever you pee you're actually releasing electrolytes excreting electrolytes along with it and so you actually want to replace your magnesium your potassium your calcium and so that is amazing to me because with the combination of fats and the salt, I use pink Himalayan sea salt. You guys should know that already from previous episodes, right? With a combination of the fat and the pink Himalayan sea salt in your foods, it, it makes it more satisfying. And then you don't have to actually limit your salt intake. You actually need the salt to, to balance you out and to make you more alkaline and not acidic. And that actually is a requirement in the ketogenic lifestyle. Otherwise, if you don't replace the salts that you're losing through your urine, 
you're gonna have headaches, you're probably not gonna feel good, you're, you're gonna feel foggy-brained, especially if you don't drink water with it, right? So those are my top three reasons why keto is so sustainable. And it, it blows my mind that it hasn't been as popular sooner than you know this time but i guess now is the time and this is why i believe that keto is not a fad and so you know if you have been maybe dabbling into the keto world or maybe you've done it in the past and you want to try it again i think that it deserves a chance because it really is totally sustainable yes there's times when you can get kicked out of ketosis if you got stressed or lack sleep or for whatever reason that you got kicked out or you had too much protein or too much carbs for instance you can get kicked out but you know as you've heard in past episodes the the longer that you do it the the easier your body adapts back into ketosis and then those are also the times when you're going to need your exogenous ketones to help and that's why i'm a huge fan of exogenous ketones because basically it makes the keto lifestyle even more sustainable for those times when you just need that extra boost to get back on track because you want to get back to feeling good again so that you can get back on track sooner because what happens let's say if you just had a couple of drinks or you just had like a regular dessert that's high in carbs is typically what happens to the response to it if you don't power through is you're gonna have more cravings for alcohol or more cravings for that specific dessert or more sugar in general to the point where you can like basically um what's it called um get off track even more right i can't remember the word right now in my head for for if if it saved my life if my life depended on it um so yeah so those are the, my top three reasons um that i think why keto is sustainable if you have any thoughts on if you think why keto is sustainable or why it's not sustainable i mean i'd be happy to discuss it with you and i'd be happy to also address any concerns that you may have on this aspect of it if if that's a concern to you but i feel like if you've had those concerns but you have not felt how it feels to be in ketosis you deserve to know you deserve to feel better you deserve to feel how it feels to be in ketosis and it's just an amazing feeling and that's why i'm a huge advocate advocate for the lifestyle because it's changed my life. I mean, you guys know that already. So anyway, this is going to be a short episode. I just wanted to address that concern. I hope that maybe that um, ad addresses some of your con concerns with, with the lifestyle, if that is one of your issues with it. Or maybe you've been thinking about it and that was your thing and you don't want to do it because you're afraid that it's not going to be sustainable. So why try in the first place, right? So I encourage you to try it if you haven't gone full force with it because it's totally worth it. And even if it's not for you and you find out that it's not for you, I mean, you deserve to find out if it is for you or not, right? And I think that, you know, our health is so important and so vital to our everyday life that you deserve to try everything and troubleshoot your body to what will work for you and if you don't try 
keto, then you're never going to find out, right? So I encourage you to definitely try it if you haven't taken the plunge yet. So anyway, for any further questions, um, if you want to discuss anything with me, feel free to message me on Facebook, either on the Sugar Rebel page or Instagram, also the Sugar Rebel, or on my personal page at Anna Dornier. And um, yeah, I have also links to other resources on my profile and on my bio and Instagram to my 10-day keto master course. And then at the time of the recording of this podcast episode, I have a seven-day keto challenge summer version coming up on Sunday, May 19th. So if you haven't gotten in on that yet, I highly encourage that you reach out to me and Um, Let me know if you'd like to participate. It's going to be game changer. It's one of those things that will help you take the plunge without actually having to do it on your own. Imagine having a coach guiding you, holding you accountable, supporting you, answering every question that you have along the way with meal plans, food lists, keto snacks list, right? Everything that you need to be successful doing the keto lifestyle. So if that's you, you know where to contact me. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. This episode is coming out on a Thursday on time for the first time (laughs) since I said it. So we're going to be Mondays and Thursdays now. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you haven't reviewed me, this Keto and Life Hacks podcast, be sure to do that. I believe I'm going to start doing a fan of the week. So um, that's going to be based on your reviews. So if, if uh, you do a great review, I will mention you in one of the podcast episodes for the week. So be sure to do that if you haven't done so yet. And if this podcast helped you, be sure to take a screenshot of it, share it on your social media or your Instagram stories or your messenger stories. I would greatly appreciate it if the message helped you because I'm sure that if it helped you, it will help your friends and your family members and everyone else that you're connected to as well. So until next time, hope you have a good one.